Welcome to episode six of Bouncing Back, a special season of News Without Ink. I'm your host, Kayla Green. In these episodes, we're taking a look at COVID-19's continued impact on those most in need through the lens of canceled events and the nonprofits they raise money for. At the end of the episode, we're going to tell you how you can help, so please stay tuned. News Without Ink is a part of the Item Podcast Network, which is brought to you by SKF. Let's jump in. Today, you're going to hear from Melanie Coakley, who's the executive director of the Sumter County Cultural Center and Patriot Hall, the county's performing arts venue. Patriot Hall usually hosts events and shows throughout the year, and the Cultural Commission is in charge of awarding grants to local groups with an overall mission of supporting and diversifying the arts in Sumter. Patriot Hall usually hosts events and shows throughout the year, and the Cultural Commission is in charge of awarding grants to local groups with an overall mission of supporting and diversifying the arts in Sumter. They also usually hold Fall for the Arts each year, which brings in a diverse lineup of arts events to appeal to Sumter's diverse audiences. So let's take a listen to my conversation with Melanie. All right, well, Melanie, it's so great to have you here today. Um, I know you're always willing to to come and, and talk to us and talk to us about arts and culture. Anything that will improve Sumter, I know, yes. is like I can just call you. You're like, hey, yeah, let's talk. I'm always down. down for that. <laughs> <laughs> so to begin, um, just tell me a little bit about kind of what brought you to where you are and, you know, what, what is involved in your position for the county. Oh, absolutely. So I have a really strong nonprofit background, and so we have an opportunity to know what uh, – I had a lot of collaborative partnership abilities. And so coming into this position, I definitely love that because uh, arts and culture is for everyone. And it's really important that everyone feels that even though they don't understand that sometimes. So a nonprofit background came into this position and is the executive director of Patriot Hall and the Cultural Commission. Cultural Commission is an appointed volunteer board And we're just a bunch of people who love the arts and want to bring cultural assets to Sumter. And so we do things like Fall for the Arts, SwanCon, excuse me, Inspire the Fire, which is a performing art camp for uh, the students, uh, middle school, elementary age. And we're also planning to do cultural festival right in the middle of planning that. We got a pandemic. And so it's just given us more time to think about it and plan and partner and find some really good um, allies to do it. And then uh, the Patriot Hall is, of course, a 900 plus seat theater. And for the most part, we're a rental auditorium. But in the last few years, we've been talking about the possibility of bringing acts. We have uh, done a few and there's been some really strong organizations before me that presented from Patriot Hall. So a lot of people may remember uh, that happening Mm -hmm. uh, prior to 2017 when I came here. But I'm all things art and I'm always trying to get my hands on things and how can we make something more creative overall? So if a business wanted to partner with me, I'd be down for that too because there's so many ways that we should be incorporating the arts. Um, The arts just make everything better. I agree. And so I think what's cool about about your position and about the Cultural Commission um, is that unlike some of maybe the other groups and events and nonprofits that, you know, that we'll be talking to for this podcast and just all around Sumter, um, you know, you both 
run events, hold events, and you help support other yes. other groups, yes. other art groups in Sumter. Um, I think that's kind of unique um, in the area. And what what goes into kind of you know having that two pronged approach, or you know you're able to again like do your own thing and also bring others in and support other groups flourish. I love it because although we're not a nonprofit, we talked about the commission is, is we I talked about the fact of possibly being a 501c3. It doesn't make any sense really from our vantage point, because as you said, we're able to still support the arts and do a lot uh, a 501c3 might do, but under the auspices of our local government. So we do uh, encourage people to bring things to Patriot Hall, but we also, as you said, support the arts in every way. So that could be uh, making sure people know about Sumter Little Theater, uh, helping to recruit volunteers for it, or what we're doing right now, working with the school district to try to come up with uh, an opportunity for students who are, <clears throat> excuse me, who are really, really interested in the arts mm -hmm. to know more about it so they can possibly uh, use it as a career in the future. So maybe an internship, maybe a fellowship, maybe apprenticeship. And also they're going to learn all of the business acumen side of running a theater or how to actually go get gigs. So we're trying to equip our gifted and talented uh, artists and thespians in a way that they can actually make a career from it. So we're doing that and we're also trying to bring things that Sumter may not have seen. For example, we applied for a grant, we're in the third phase of it, and we're hoping that it'll happen, but uh, bring five to seven big murals to downtown Sumter. Uh, sometimes, especially in a smaller city, a lot of the students, if, if not adults, don't have the opportunity to go see huge, significant mm -hmm. art. And so we're trying to bring that in a big way so that it would inspire people um, right here in our own community. This is kind of a, a grand scale question, but I like throwing these at you. Um, you know, <laughs> other than, you know, events have been canceled, um, you know, artists have lost sales, I'm sure, you know, yes. through through being vendors and, and all that, but just kind of on a on a world basis, like what what is seeing art, what is taking in art do um, do like for you? It, I don't know, it gives you a, a bigger reason to live, so to speak. It's not just your mundane, we have to do things on a daily basis, but when color comes in or when music comes in, if you think about it, if you're riding down the street and you're thinking about all your life's problems and a specific song comes on the radio, it takes you back to a good memory or a fun time in your life. Uh, it it benchmarks your life. It's, art just does so much. And in order to actually do art, like I'm a supporter of art. I, I dabble in painting and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But to actually do it well, or to be able to even do it like I do in dabbling, it takes a certain part of your brain that we don't typically plug into. Uh, but it also lends itself to so many other things that help regular life um, come alive. Mm -hmm. And so... The creative, I, I think that we take it for granted so much. And there's, it's such a big part of our lives that we do take for granted because oftentimes the people who do art are so modest about it and um, 
we just don't support them enough, in my opinion. So I am that person that we, I'm really trying to go around and support the arts in whatever form. The Esteem Festival coming up. We are big supporters of that. Mm-hmm. But we're making sure we love the STEM, but we're making sure the A <laughs> gets not gets lost in all of that. And hopefully if they have it this year, we don't know if we are because of the pandemic. I hope that we do, but we plan on having a a huge puppet parade. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to ask organizations, schools, whomever wants to get involved to come up with the most creative, larger than life puppets. And then in the middle of the esteem festival, it'll, you know, come down in a, a big, beautiful parade. How awesome will that be? I really hope that happens. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> if not this year, hopefully next. Yeah. But uh, we just try to take what's already out there and make it even bolder, brighter, bigger, and more creative. And probably through, especially through trying times, yes. um, experiencing, yes. doing, seeing, listening to creativity and art and music. Um, I'm, I'm sure scientists can tell us something about how that yes. how it helps us yes. get through any type any type of time but especially maybe a, a really hard time like we're going through it does it does it yeah. absolutely does and that's one of the reasons why we're trying to push the mural uh, we don't know when it's going to get back and i don't even know if we want to go back to normal uh but some semblance of our life before mm-hmm. covid and uh, i just think the murals and some of the other we want to bring an art park to mm-hmm. sumter things like that Uh, will definitely inspire people, make people get outside, (laughs) which is really good in this season of viruses and uh, just experience each other in a different way. More after a quick break. Three drainage improvement projects are planned in low and moderate income areas in Sumter. Emskemi produces a new transparent nylon for medical products. Teachers at R.E. Davis College Preparatory Academy get access to a new wellness room on their campus. The Sumter Item has been the go-to source of local news and what's happening in our businesses, our schools, and our community for 126 years. It has remained locally owned and operated, and the root of the item's mission has always been local. Local news is critical to the quality of life in any community. When you don't have journalists in government and school board meetings, corruption increases. Without local news, there's no one else to tell the stories of your high school sports team, the new business in town, or recently, where you can get a COVID test or vaccine. Whatever it is, we're here because of you and for you. If you like what we do at the Sumter Item, whether that's reading the news at theitem.com, finding coupons in the paper, getting headlines delivered to your email inbox, watching Sumter Today, or listening to other podcasts in the Adam Podcast Network. The very best thing that you can do to support the continuation of all of that is become a subscriber. You can sign up for our cheapest rate online in just a few clicks at theitem.com slash subscribe. This digital subscription gives you access to everything we produce at The Item, including the e-edition of our newspaper, which is actually posted online at theitem.com the night before the paper is delivered. So to sign up today, to stay in the know, and to support the continuation of local news in Sumter, Clarendon, and Lee Counties, join The Item team today at theitem.com slash subscribe. From our Item family to yours, thank you. Now, let's get back to my conversation with Melanie. Big murals, you know, and big public art is is something that I've noticed in every 
cool city, yes. cool downtown that mm-hmm. I've ever been in. So, And we're going to make Sumter even cooler. Not to say Sumter's not cool. Let me just say that. But <laughs> we just wanted to make it a little more creative. And we're trying to do that. We're working with Seth down there at the Opera House and all these other organizations, the school district. And um, we have some great leaders in Sumter, too, who are very supportive. And uh, we're just trying to make it happen. So you are you are wonderfully focused on diversity in terms of art and arts and culture yes. and bringing in different performances and exhibits and, and all these different things to Sumter. Um, maybe if you can highlight a few of your favorites, I know that might fall into, you know, what Fall for the Arts is. Um, yeah, absolutely. We love Fall for the Arts and it, it gets, just gives us an opportunity to come out of the cultural center. We have a lot at Patriot Hall as well, but to have something for everyone. My particular favorite is when we have Salsa Night. We used to have it at La Piazza and I'm not sure where it will go mm-hmm. as the as the years go on, but um, it's an opportunity to hear some different music. And we also have an uh, instructor out there to teach people how to salsa dance, just in case you don't know how, so that you can be a part of it. And it's so cool to see so many diverse faces and people just, you know, again, not caring about your problems or anything along those lines. I, okay, I don't know how to do it. Teach me. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for everybody just to come together. So that's one of my favorite. We've had Orchestra Noir out of Atlanta, uh, they actually do pop music, cha- pop chamber music. And we were able to invite our amazing uh, chamber uh, middle school and high school chamber um, orchestra, and they played with them. And that was an awesome opportunity because we saw parents come to, to support their children mm-hmm. who may never actually experience an orchestra noir before. So that's what we try to do. We try to bring audiences together um, in, in ways we had, uh, what was it, shag and jazz. Mm-hmm. And so we had a bunch of shag dancing and great live performances outside of uh, Patriot Hall. And inside we had some jazz performances. And we were bringing two different audiences together. And what was really cool is for people to see me in the halls and say, you know, don't do this again. I'm like, what? Don't bring two great things at the same time. Right. And now I have to choose whether to go inside or outside. So that was really um, amazing to hear. So that was one of my favorite years. We bought Alvin Ailey too since um, I've been here mm-hmm. and I always love seeing them. Hope that we can bring them again. Uh, we yarn bombed the entire cultural center and that was amazing because we got a thousand students involved and Heidi Adler and Lori Smith over there at the school district uh, partnered with me. And then we had some incredible volunteers, almost a hundred adult volunteers they did so much work and they got together for almost a year, um, either once a week or uh, several times within the month. And I saw some people who were strangers come together in the name of knitting <laughs> and crochet. I was, was going to say, for, for someone who might not know, what is yarn bombing? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> you either crochet or knit these fabulous, fabulous pieces and you adorn trees and benches and other things um, outside. So think of it as all of the beautiful Christmas lights at the Swan Lake, but at yarn, (laughs) in yarn. And people were very creative. They made snakes and people and gloves and all types of things. And it was, um, it adorned all of, you know, we even put it around the columns in front of Patriot Mm -hmm. Hall. And 
Shout out to the city of Sumter for allowing us to help us with that because otherwise we would not have been able to go that high. <laughs> would have been as tall as whoever was helping. Yes. <laughs> and it would look so much cooler <laughs> the way it did than that. So, uh, yeah, just getting people that typically may not come to Patriot Hall or uh, may not get involved in different ways. It was real. That was a really good project. And uh, we're trying to ignite some more of those moments. Mm-hmm. And so the Cultural Commission does more also than just bringing in events and programs. Um, you know, you support, going back to the supporting other nonprofits, um, yes. right? You hand, you give out grants or yes. you let other area groups apply for grants. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. So you said it so well, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's we, it. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. We apply for a grant through the uh, South Carolina Arts Commission, and we're the pass-through organization for arts programming and events. So anyone, anyone actually, an artist or an organization who's doing some type of art specific or art related event or program can apply to us. It's up to $1,000 and we give out about $20,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And that's through the support of Sumter County and the South Carolina Arts Commission. So even if you're not an arts organization, for example, if um, for the STEAM Festival, let's just use that for an example, since they have an arts component, if they wanted to do something specifically related to the arts for the kids or for adults or something, uh, meet certain criteria, they can uh, apply to us and then it's a matching grant. We'll give them up to $1,000 and they'd have to match it. And uh, we've been doing that, or the commission, I should say, has been doing that since the 80s. So the South Carolina Arts Commission has been a partner for a very long time, and um, it's been a great partnership. And can people support that? Can people donate to that? Or is it just through, you just apply through the Arts Commission? Yes, you just apply through the Arts Commission. Now, if you have some money that you'd like to donate, (laughs) we we can make sure, yes, we can make sure it goes to a great organization, (laughs) especially during these times where uh, a lot of nonprofits and Patriot Hall and other venues um, have lost money mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Right. And so it's kind of leading into this, um, you know, everyone has lost money. Yes. Um, I think that's kind of a given. Um, you know, when, when we don't have artists be able to show their work, when we don't have these events that people can come out to, what's lost in something like a global pandemic, you know, from the arts and culture point of view? Oh, so much, so much. But I, I will talk about the the personal part. Mm-hmm. The connection part. Uh, a lot of the events, not only that we do, but uh, several other organizations in Sumter, we miss that to be able to see faces. And you go to this event every year because you know you're going to see Kayla and you have a chance to talk and get to know her outside of work. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a huge part of it. But it also the creative side. I know that people are really sad not to go see the Little Theater. And their awesome performances they give all year long. Luckily, the gallery, for example, has had, they, they kept going. And um, although there's not as many people coming through, it's still an opportunity. And I've caught people over there coming to see uh, the shows. And they always say, well, I'm so glad y'all were able to at least stay over because it's good to be able to get out, mm-hmm. first of all. And then uh, just to experience art during this time, because I think they're probably one of the only venues that uh, was able to keep moving a little bit during the pandemic. But just the the light, we, we kind of lost our light during this time. And I know we're all really anxious to get back. 
Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, it's that that thought of, you know, we've been surviving yes. for the past year, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing. But at a certain point, we also have to live. We have to thrive. And I think um, arts are a big part of that. They really are. And it's really been hard for, I know personally for a venue like me, because if I do everything virtually like most of the arts world did, mm-hmm. um, we're competing now against the big houses and we don't have the resources, the revenue or the opportunity to do that. So we did a lot. We, we kind of went black uh, because, you know, folks like Ailey and Har- Dance, Har- Dance Theater of Harlem and uh, the big orchestras, um, they had some amazing things that you could see online. Now, if you had that, you know, it's not the same as the community theater. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> although we, I think the things that we produce are amazing and they have a hometown community feel that we are all missing, but it's a little bit difficult to compete against the big guys. And so we use this time especially to plan for the future and hopefully make things that we've done and come up with some new ideas, make the old stuff better and come up with some good things, new good things. Yeah. You take a silver lining from this, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So was there anything else you think that uh, the community should know or wants to know? Support the arts. I hope you've missed us. I hope you not, not just us, not just the commission, not just what Patriot Hall does, uh, but what some amazing organizations throughout Sumter, they do uh, on a normal basis. If, you have missed them, support them. Right now, more than ever, uh, they all need your support financially and uh, definitely support them when they're back in, they're back up and running, which hopefully will be this fall. Hopefully, if not before, mm-hmm. hopefully everybody will have their legs back and um, ready to go. But I think the biggest thing, not the biggest, one of the biggest things during this pandemic that we all should take away is to um, really appreciate what we had (laughs) really appreciate and not to take any of it for granted anymore. That's not just with the arts, but uh, arts related organizations now too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And support Patriot Halls, (laughs) support the commission. And if you're ever interested in being a volunteer, if you love the arts, um, definitely look us up and uh, we we have a few people coming off and rotating on and off the commission. So we're always looking for really strong volunteers. Money or volunteers, if you want to give either and or. Yes. We'll find a place Ta- for you. A- absolutely. <laughs> Time and money. <laughs> we all need it. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla, for right. having me yeah. on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Melanie, again, for taking some time today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. So here's the part where you can help. To help support the Sumter County Cultural Center and Patriot Hall, go to www.uwaysumter.org. That's U-W-A-Y-Sumter.org. United Way is our donation partner for this series. There's a big red button in the corner of their website that says Donate. Choose the amount and frequency that you want to donate And be sure that in the comments section, you include the words bouncing back and the organization you want to donate to. Their website is really easy and it all goes to the place you donate. If you just want to donate in general, they'll set aside what's given throughout this podcast for nonprofits to apply for. If you want to mail a check, make it out to United Way of Sumter, Clarendon and Lee Counties and mark in the description bouncing back and the nonprofit you're donating to. If you want to specify one. 
mail checks to their office at 215 North Washington Street, Sumter SC 29150. You can also drop off a check at their office or our office at 36 West Liberty Street in downtown Sumter. All donations are tax deductible. Tune in next week for episode seven, where I'll be chatting with Eric Boltman, the executive director of Sumter Little Theater. Live in-person theaters were among the first to close last year, and they're among the last to reopen. SLT has been dark for over a year, but Eric has some exciting news for the future of live theater in Sumter. That'll be next week. In the meantime, take a listen to last week's episode in my conversation with Heather Tickle and Johnny Hilton about the Inspire Festival and the legacy of Roger Ackerman. That's a good setup for next week since Sumter Little Theater is a nonprofit that's supported by the Inspire Festival. Again, as part of the community, we need your help to spread the word. If you like this podcast, please get other people to listen. Please like, subscribe, download, follow, share, rate, and review, depending on where you listen. A rate and a quick review would be very much appreciated because it helps other people know what you like about it. The more people who listen, the more we can potentially help raise for these local nonprofits that need our help. From the Sumter Item, I'm Kayla Green. Thank you for listening.